Welcome to Singled Out, the ninth best guild ball podcast. Please stand by. Welcome to episode 43. In this episode, Andrew and Jason discuss the full six-person blacksmiths guild lineup, and try and guess how they are played as a team, with no real evidence whatsoever. Today's listener is Sean Bowdell. Are you going to do a bloopers reel at the end of this one? No, this will be a professional. Alright. I guarantee it. Hello, welcome to Singled Out, the best Gilbert podcast in Nottingham. I'm Andrew, and I am playing Pinvice. And as always, I'm Jason, or Skulk, as I'm now affectionately being referred to, thanks to James Long. And surprisingly, I'm playing Blackheart, but I'm also going to be playing Theron soon. So, yeah, that's a thing. Skulk does look quite alike, doesn't he? Oh, uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. There's such a sexy name as well, a character to believe, to uh, have a uh, physical resemblance to. Although, we haven't, we haven't seen his card yet. He could... No, in my luck, he'll turn out to be like the rat catcher's mascot. <laughs> That's right. Uh, as opposed to the, the, the blacksmith. Who are we going to talk to about? Seamless segue. Um, who've got no mascot. It'll be the rat catchers, and there'll be a team of animal mutant rats with a human mascot, and that'll be Skulk. So, today's episode, we are planning on talking about blacksmiths, because we have now seen all six cards, as has the entire world, because they were released on the internet. As soon as someone bought a box set of blacksmith, they were everywhere. Um, so, we're going to try, and we might as well, first of all, talk about the two new ones to some degree, because even though the podcast will be out after the cards are mostly available... We should probably describe them to some degree for people who haven't seen them yet. But then maybe try and talk about how we think the blacksmiths can be used in a six. It'll be a laughable uh, attempt because we haven't played them yet. 
No, not at all. Not even proxied them. And and the main person we talked to who has, uh, Rich, is currently in Australia and therefore can't really help us out with that. So um, it'll be complete theory um, ball and therefore probably awful. Um, As opposed to our normal cutting edge opinions on things. The normal sort of bleeding edge tech that we'll be describing will be gone. It'll be pure making things up and being talked over by Jason. Uh, sort of gonna be. Pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. So quality, quality radio once again. So, um, apologies if you hear clicking um, over the microphone. That'll be me flicking through the cards. Um, I'm sure my screen, um, because my, my printer's um, dead. <coughs> so, first of all, um, should we go through the cards? Yeah, sure. Uh, presumably, we're referring to ferrite and iron. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, yes. Who do you go first? Who do you want to go first? Well, I think uh, start with um, ferrite, as she is the, she's the master. So Ferrite is the blacksmith's guild captain. Well, um, master, so she can be given the no, captain. No, no, I mean captain. Um, <laughs> and she is uh, move 5-7, attack 5, kick 4-8, defence 3 armor 2, influence 3-5, three, or 3-3 three, three if she's not the captain, but she's not, mm. you're probably mad. Um, her playbook is um, got a momentous guild ball on one hit, a momentous tackle on two hits, along with a double dodge, momentous push dodge on three hits, and a knockdown momentous on four. Her cat's plays. Um, she has Agamatic, uh, like Velocity has, uh, one influence for two inch dodge. She has Disarm, which is a Mentis result, um, Gibble result on one hit, gives a target model minus two attack, which is serious given how much armor they have, and mm-hmm. Weak Point, which of course is the uh, cat's play that like, Harmony has um, and uh, Sakana has, which is minus one armor. Do you want to go through her cat's play, uh, her cat traits? Yeah, sure. She. Uh... Get over here, Iron, which is we've seen before between Jack and Soul and um, uh, come on, Brain Friday and Scum, uh, which is if the named model in this case Iron is within ten inches, they get to make a dodge towards um, towards Ferrite. It's not directly towards, so as long as that gap's just getting closer, so anyone who plays Alchemists will be familiar with Midas's Lure of Gold, which isn't directly towards. Um, and what the implications of that mean. She also has a new trait called Hobble, which is essentially she's got the uh, the, the string part of um, Shark's gut and string. So he kept the gut and she's got the string. It's minus two, minus two move for the remainder of the turn. Misery incarnate. And she's got legendary, as have all of the masters so far, which is tongue in cheek or is spelt. Tong, because I've just mispronounced it because I'm an idiot, which is a six inch pulse, whereas the other ones were auras, weren't they? I believe I'm right in saying. Uh, I think so. That I will check. Uh, yeah, so legendary play. So Furnace is an aura and Anvil is an aura. So that's different in how that interacts with the guild. And this gives um, plus two, plus two move, and any uh, other model also gains plus two, plus two move and hobble. Um, which means that your whole guild can be dishing out minus two, minus two move, whilst having plus two, plus two move, which is uh, pretty disgusting. I also think it's the first legendary, yeah, it is. It's the first legendary where the benefit she gets from it is the same as what the rest of the team get, because all the other ones have got a bit that they get, so plus one armor or uh, plus one attack in the case of Anvil and Furnace. But she gets plus two, plus two move, and everyone in the aura gets plus two, plus two move. So that's also different. 
so yeah, there that's the back of her card. And next up is Iron, who um yeah, Iron. Jason? Uh yeah, well looking at the front of his card, so th- they these have both got one inch melee, which is worth noting. And she has she's got I just already mentioned this, hasn't she got exactly the same defence as Honor? So she's three two and she's got seventeen health. That's the same as Honor, isn't it? Uh yes. Honor, Honor yeah. obviously has um poised, but yeah. Yeah, but I meant like defensive health. Okay. Oh yeah, fine. yeah. yeah. So, Iron, who I think a lot of us and I certainly thought was uh, going to be like some golem type thing, is in fact actually in fact a dude in a suit of armor, um, a, a male dude in a suit of armor, uh, which you can't tell because he's in a suit of armor, and he's on a forty mil base, she's on a thirty mil base, which we didn't mention. So yeah, so his stats are four six move, attack six. Kick two six, defense two, armor two, influence one four. So same as all the other apprentices, except well, in that they bring one. Um, he's got a scaling playbook of damage, a bit like sledges in that. I think I think this may have been mentioned by Perkins. I can't remember, but it's the first time we've seen where, or along with sledge, where you've got a playbook that doesn't go like one two three four damage. It goes one two gap four gap 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 seven. So we've got another momentous seven in the guild, which is frankly scary. Um, but he's got. You say, you say, you say it's scary, and uh, obviously it's seven, so it's a high number. Um, but I mean, let's let's look at this. I mean, if you're hitting someone who's like four one, it's mm. pretty hard to hit that, right? For sure. But you know, you you when you're in a room and someone hits it, and you hear a Len Goodman impression, you're going to know about it. I think um, I think it'll happen more more often than. Perhaps we think, certainly with Sledge, it'll happen more because he gets to just add plus three net hits. Oh, for it? sure, yeah. I mean, he's sort of built around it, isn't he, really? Yeah. Um, but again, it's like, it's it's better to have it than not. Um, I think that's not necessarily Iron's role. But yeah, he's got it. I and mean, he's got a new character play. Um, in fact, he's also the first model, because I've commented on this a few times, and he's the first model who has, all the other ones have got a new character play and an old character play at least one-on-one, whereas he's only got one character play, which is ridiculous, ridiculously good. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Impetus, so he gets plus two, plus four move. So his move, a four, six, goes up to six, ten, which if Ferrite's popped her legendary, goes up to eight, twelve. <laughs> this dude in the suit of arms is the fastest player in the game. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fast. And then when you compare, you, you combine that with his one of his character traits, which you're now going to talk to us about, it's just frankly, bonkers. <laughs> so, the back of his card, um, he's got a battering ram. During an yeah. advance made by this model, any model whose base is touched by him, so there's a twinge push directly away from the model. Mm-hmm. A model can be hit by one per turn. That doesn't say enemy model. No. <coughs> so, uh, pushing the team around, um, which is obviously mega flexible and pretty powerful. So, that's that's combination of what Wrecker and um, Stave have got. In ramming speed, and what uh, I think Jack's got it as well, hasn't he? Yeah, Jack's. I'm pretty but, sure Jack's. Got but better. And, uh, sorry. But better. Well, also what um, Millstone's got something like that. Although I think hers is a dodge potentially, but she touches friendly models and makes them move. But yeah, the potential for that is just is just bonkers. Also, he has close control, uh, making him with his speed a surprise striker. Because he's like. A- the suit of armor. Why would he not have close control? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, tough hide because reasons. Um, and his heroic play, try hard. 
mm-hmm. if he is within two inches of the enemy goalpost and in possession of the ball marker, which means he can't do it with a snapshot, I assume. Right. Um, this model may make a shot during its activation without spending MP. This shot gains minus one TN, basically meaning when he does a shot within two inches of the goal, he can spend a point of momentum. Yeah. Although, admittedly, he's spending one to shoot anyway. It's the same cost. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so one, for the, one for the heroic one, one for the shot, yeah? Um, yeah. And he, he, he's hitting on twos. So his kick is 2-6, yeah. but it's only two dice hitting on twos. So even yeah. even, even rolling one dice, which yeah. is possible with crowding out, even with one dice and someone in front of the goal, that's still on a, one dice and a three. Um, uh, can't do it in a snapshot because it does say in its activation. Yeah, yeah. So basically, if it's near the goal and he has the ball, he has a very, very good chance of getting it. But... But he doesn't even need to be near the goal because don't forget he can have a twelve-inch move and he can batter people out of the way. So the cinematic image of that guy—he picks the ball up, he tucks it under his arm, he sprints twelve inches up the pitch, pushing everyone out of the way as he goes because they just get pushed away. Because why not? Uh, he's got close control, so if he takes a parting blow, he doesn't care. Um, well, I suppose actually with his defence too, you're not going to get a rap. Yeah, well, you, you could. You can't because he's got. You get plus two. So unless you've got a short playbook, the plus two um, that you get is automatically ignored, isn't it? Because oh, of the armor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So you can't wrap unless you've got a short playbook. Or with short playbooks, they've got tackles. But anyway, by the by, the point being, the dude ignores tackle zones because he just doesn't care. Pushes people out of the way because he just does. It's gone twelve inches, so he can be deep in your half anyway, and then just punts it in, needing a two. It's brilliant. It's just brilliant. So. I mentioned a bit ago about how I think Farrite's going to be the captain. Do you think that's fair saying that? I think she, if we want to talk a bit of theory hammer on it, looking at the three options that the guild currently has, she's the one who benefits most from getting the the plus two influence cap because she's what? a striker. Yeah, strikers which, generally want more influence, right? They want more influence. Anvil is never going to benefit <clears throat> from having uh, that plus two influence because he's... He's all about just setting up. He only ever wants, in my opinion, a couple of influence, knock something down, single it out, job done, off you go, someone else. I think you only ever make him captain if you want his legendary for the tough hide. I think Furnace, again, I'm not sure he particularly... Again, he's not doing huge amounts of damage because he hasn't got momentous damage. It's It's the apprentices that are doing the momentous damage. So again... Him being able to take five influences, I don't see that he needs it because, again, he just wants to tool something up, maybe generate a point of momentum, put down his free character play. Uh, so, yeah, I, I definitely think she's going to be captain more, more. I think so. Than... Yeah, cause Anvil's going to set, set people up for basically for violence and also he's going to hold the middle, isn't he? And yeah. he'll probably get two on him because he wants to maybe do Wild Island's heart, maybe three so he can do that and maybe an attack. Um, yeah. Uh, yes, Furnace again is. I mean, he's got two inch reach. He's got his kickers three eight, which is solid. Yeah. Uh, again, tackle on one hit, which is great as well. Um, he's very good, good at supporting people. Um, again, his his legendary play uh, allows him to, um, you know, um, keep other models. Right. Yeah, which is nice uh, if he's captain. But generally, again, he's going to basically debuff people and stand in the middle. And if you sort of He'll hit you a bit, and if you go away from him, try to leave, leave his, his melee zone, he'll knock you over. i tell you what, what uh, I know it's damaged, yeah. I just suddenly had a thought, thinking, 
if you popped his legendary and ferrite is in it and then she could put out weak point and searing strike for minus two armor on a model but i think with weak point i think there's very few situations where you really need to do that much armor debuffing i don't know i just think i just i just think that she gets it because she's like we said she's a striker captain she benefits it from it the most it allows her to do acrobatic it allows her to charge she's got a short playbook because of course why wouldn't she um yeah she strikers as as you know and people who listen to us know need the most influence generally to get things done and i think she benefits significantly more than the other captains for having it yeah i think so i mean it's interesting though look, looking at the um the captains and the um sorry the the masters and the apprentices it seemed in many ways that the um the masters sort of set people up but the apprentices did the work so if you're looking at anvil and sledge sledge obviously uh was sort of the sort of damage dealer of of the of the pair and mm-hmm. did a lot of work cinder um, was until we saw this card probably the best the best sort of striker they had. Although even now she's not bad. Uh, looking at Richard's battle report where he was ha- he was using Cinder in a capable game. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Had the ball. It was pretty, pretty horrible, horrifying. She has the ball. Yeah. You initiative. Well, she can get point of momentum by doing a range attack and getting one hit to get one inch dodge, which is momentous. And there's nothing. You can do, there's no sort of counterplay or stance or counter attack because like you take take you know take a hit. I get a dodge, I get a point of momentum, I shoot. Um, so she was the sort of the biggest goal scorer. These guys, I said a while back, didn't I, that I wasn't sure how these guys are going to get their points. I couldn't really see it with the first three reveals, but these guys play a fair amount of football. Yeah. They're, they've got three models who've got an eight-inch kick and all have got three dice uh, or more as a basic kick. You've got two models who've got a three-six kick. It's only like the dude in the suit of armour. He's got a two-six kick, and yet if he's within two inches of the goal, he scores on a two. <laughs> and as fast as got batting ram, I mean, obviously he's not going like, to like like knockdowns at all, is he? Because he hasn't got um, he hasn't got the ability to bounce knockdowns, and it's two-two. Um, I think the only thing, unfortunately, I don't like about iron is I'm not a fan of the sculpt. It's a bit static. Although it's we haven't, fang- although we haven't, we haven't seen it for real yet, so I, I do like to wait until we see them for real. Yeah. Um, as I speak, I'm looking at um, quotes about people saying how. They aren't a fan of the um, of the, the sculpt quality, but only we, only a week ago did we see people saying that about farmers until they were undercoated and painted and looked fine. Oh, um, I'm not even talking about the sculpt quality or whatever. I just unfortunately the pose for me for a dude who looks so moving, like not so moving, but like so fast or whatever. And I just think it's a little bit it's a little bit too static for me. Unfortunately, like I love Furnace and Anvil's sculpts. I think they're brilliant. I do. Unfortunately, it's my least favourite in the set. Yeah, I think it's probably accurate. It is. Although, yeah, it is. It, we we have nice. only a, a few photographs to go on. They can't all be beautiful. Um, also worth noting, he obviously, his heroic. It's the only heroic so far in the team. Yeah, yeah, it is. I guess a team that has lots of, lots of legendary plays, that's, that's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. He's also only one of the momentous tackle, and it's on the second column, which is strong as well. So how do you think this team's going to work, then? Well, I think, I think pretty well. Actually, I've just noticed that the other three models, Anvil, Sledge, and Furnace, have all got a tackle on one hit. Oh no, sorry, Anvil's is on two. I stand. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I think they're going to be quite a footballing team. Surprisingly, I think I know we often it's discussed about how two two is the ideal sort of aim for any guild, and I think these guys sit perfectly in the two two. I think Cinder is just like you said, bonkers. Being able to just if you you have to be so aware when you score a goal where she is 
how much influence she's got on her. Um, because the counter goal with her is just a thing. Like you say, if, if you score first, or if she finishes a turn of the ball, she can just score. Like, and there's nothing you can do about it. So counter charge and goalies are going to be quite a strong thing against her, as long as they've got a two-inch melee, which I think all goalies have, except for velocity, but she doesn't have counter charge. Um, yeah, I think the starting six is pretty strong. There's no one... Like, I was talking to a bit of, to Pete about this earlier. Like, there's There's... You look at this starting six and there's no one who I look at and think, ah, oh, I don't want to play them. I want to use another option. I think we won't have that until we see six more. True, um, but but I don't look at any of them and think they're a bad choice. Is what no, I mean. not at all. Um, not at all. Is Ian the only the apprentice without a bonus on his card for, for his master? Yeah. Um, although I guess his master could pull him towards her. Um, but other apprentices have, have a bonus on their card, don't they? And they're the first pairing that don't have, or she's the first captain that doesn't have Sentinel. So that's the thing. I mean, obviously, that means. Um, I mean, iron could be two, three anyway, because the sentinel power doesn't require. No, it doesn't require it to specifically be um, sledge or uh, cinder within that thing. Which I think, considering that our early thinking was that they were going to be a team that likes to bunch up quite a bit, I don't actually think that's necessarily true now. <coughs> I think the way they've released these, the order they've released these players in has been absolutely spot on. It's been really good. Every time they've released a pairing, We've thought we've knew what was going to happen and been wrong on the next one. I think, uh, uh, yeah, so because them not needing to be near each other means that you can have Cinder out wide on one side, you can have Ferrite on the other, or you can, and then you can have um, uh, Anvil. Anvil and Sledge are going to be in the middle all day long, aren't they? If they're not in the middle, it probably means one of them's been taken out and then you're in a bit of a spot of bother. Well, that's what they're there for, isn't it? Really, if they hold the yeah. middle. And, although, although Sledge, he can die. He can die pretty fast if he's not careful. It's worth thinking, remembering as well. Actually, talking about the kicks, he's got long bomb as well. So having Ferrite and like having him and uh, Anvil towards the back, holding the centre line, or the sort of the, the hanging around your deployment line. If they do score, and then you kick it out to Anvil, and he hasn't activated the 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 distance he can reposition that ball. I mean, it's two activations, but kill the ball and long bombs quite a lot of ball stuff, isn't it? But if you get that ball to Cinder and she, with her unpredictable movement, I, I just think they they yeah. look, there's a lot of nice little abilities in there that that are going to come out. And uh, yeah, also she doesn't have yes. Thinking about it, Cinder's got kindled, so she gets a benefit for starting within six inches of uh, furnace, and Sledge has got tutelage for starting within six inches of anvil. But yeah, like you say, there's no direct... They're the first Master Apprentice released together where, other than get over here, there's no need to play them near each other. And 10 inches is a big area as well. Also, it means if you have... When you have more blacksmiths come out, mm. it might mean you are forced to take both of them as a pair together. Yeah, hashtag alloy. Yeah, yeah, which means... It's pretty important, that I think, that you're, 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 you're just picking three pairs rather than sort of six models. And yeah. it, might, it may be the first two had had paired abilities, but they, they might be, for all we know, they could they could be in the uh, minority. Well, that's pure guesswork. Of course, we have, we have no idea about that. Uh, Ferrite right, seems so good. Right. I mean, Ferrite right. have got a link though. They've got get over here. It's not like it's non-existent. It's not like there's no True. reason. True, true, I guess so. But it's just it's less heavily. It's not the apprentice isn't so well. Not that Cinder and Anne Sledge aren't reliant on their master, but I can't see why you would take Sledge without Anvil. That's the strongest pairing, isn't it? 
Yeah, because he gets to he gets to use whatever his ability is called. What the hell is it called? Uh, Power driver. He gets to use Power driver for free if he's within six inches of Anvil, and Anvil's probably set someone else. Someone yeah, else. Cinder, Cinder not having firing a, a, a burning attacks on a, on her bow is not the worst thing in the world, is it, for her, really? I don't think so. It's uh, it's okay. Um, but she doesn't really want to be damaging anyone. I suppose if you got, instead of getting the momentous one-inch dodge, you've got the cheeky momentous two. That goal. Yeah, on five hits, though. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. on three hits, attack five, isn't it? Because, yeah, but if it's against someone who's engaged or been singled out, you know, because, again, it's an attack, yeah. not a ranked character play. It's just, it's it's a it's a I think it's I think you're quite right. It's a situational thing because she doesn't want to be near people anyway. Really, not with a a, a defensive stat line that makes chisel blush. Uh, yeah, three one is um, I mean one inch reach with um, the only defensive tech she has is the ability to dodge away, isn't it? Once. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's okay. She has, she has decoy, but I wouldn't run up on that, especially that was dictated her activation order as well. She's yeah, yeah. she's quite a target, and, and so so Sledge really. I mean, he's only is he twelve hit points Sledge with a four uh, one, that right? Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty bad. Yeah. So I think I think if you want to play against this team, I think picking off picking off the apprentices isn't a bad shout. Oh, um, it's absolutely where you go. Yeah, definitely. You, you you unless you're Ox, you're not going to bother trying to take out Anvil. No, no, not at all. I mean, if if you if you manage to receive score goal early on, then pick off those two people. I think you'll see more of them than you will farmers because I think they they um, they they're easier to use. They're not so reliant on something like harvest markers, like to get their powers. And harvest markers can just be removed by your opponent if they show, so choose. Um, I think certainly to start off with, I would say that their six, as I've well as I've already said, has got no immediate glaring weak links. Um, again, maybe that's partly because, like you said, because we haven't seen other models, whereas with the farmers, we've obviously got what they call the honest land, the honest labour, whatever it is. <coughs> because we've got that six, but we've also got the rule book with the other four in it currently, which we now know the second box will also have six in. But because we've got those other th- four, people are going, oh, thresher this, thresher that, oh, you need... Um, you need uh, uh, yeah, I wasn't actually going to say millstone, I was going to say Peter. But because people have seen that, they're already saying it, it kind of has a negative impact on how people view the six that are available. So we don't have that with these guys. We're only looking at these six in the vacuum of these six. Um, but I certainly, I think they're good. I do. Yeah. I think, uh, I think there's a nice balance in the team. I don't think, I don't think they're overpowered because a lot of it's set up, you know, you've got to get things right. You don't want to be activating sledge before anvil really. Um, you know, like I said, you don't want to activate cinder too early because of the counter goal. Um, I also don't put much stock in people saying that you could do these three things to make someone be powerful. Like you, could, any model, a lot of models in the game, if given like multiple turns to get set up, can do a ridiculous thing. But multiple activations to set things up is is a real big issue in the game, and that and can really give people to, to, turns to do things themselves. So, and I also think um, the 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 blacksmiths do not want to lose initiative to a mortician's team with silence. No, <laughs> you will be you will be getting Anvil going last, and you will be getting someone else going first. You really didn't want going first, and also you'll be on fire. Yeah, the, yeah. You, Silence's um, value will go up a lot uh, with the likes of these, and the farmers to a degree as well, because you don't necessarily want to activate Windle before 
um, Grange is in position or whatever. So um, I think they're strong. I do think they're strong, but I do think that they've got that nice balance that perhaps, like the Farmers, they're going to be quite a strong late game team. Once they've got things into position, they've got their setup how they want it. Or maybe there'll be a strong late turn, whereas the Farmers are strong late game. Also, they're quite linear as well, uh, with the exception of um, a few bits and bobs. They generally speaking are going to go straight lines. They've got pushers here and there. Um, yeah, and they've got ferrite. Uh, yeah, they've got ferrite, ferrite of course. Uh, but that's, that's one model uh, with twin dodge with one melee. Um, yeah. She does seem quite a stake out for a for a for a sort of striker captain. One reason why I think also should be should be should be a captain most of the time. And I, I know I've already mentioned it, but I just think the fact that their the, the kick stats are quite, you know, they're very solid kick stats. So they're going to be able to move the ball around. Like, if they receive the ball, they're going to be able to get things going. So they have, they have two three eights, don't they? And a four eight. Two three eights, one four eight, two three sixes, and a two six. But one of the three sixes can be a three ten. It's pretty solid. It's not bad at all. Uh, also, you know, a, bunch, a bunch of two inch reach and tackle. Well, they've only got two inch reach. They're not inundated with it. That's the other thing that you have to watch out for them. Uh, and conditions. Conditions are going to ruin their day. I think can see smoke being quite strong against them because their apprentices have got such low health pools. Also, blessed, blessed yeah. earth as well, rough ground. Yeah, anything like that. Like, but yeah, if they if they have to kick, and I don't see. I think I think Cinder's their only kickoff. Not Cinder, sorry. Um, Ferrite's their only real kickoff option. If you want to put ball pressure on. Because she's fast enough to actually threaten th- th- the ball back right away. Yeah, I think so, and because. Like Cinder's a three-one, so she can she goes six inches, but then she's threatening fourteen. But she hasn't got a momentous tackle, so she has to go in, tackle the ball, and then stand there going, "No, oh, no, you can't attack me." And sure, you, you can put decoy up first, but if you put decoy on charge, unless you get the wrap, you're not getting the point of momentum to take the shot as well. So I think they're definitely a team that wants to receive the ball. Would be my feeling, and also because they're quite slow. So, like, anything that affects their movement, like you said, like fire, blind, uh, well, yeah, gut and string, snare, you know, all of a sudden, anvil's 2-4. I guess, I guess Femmeite, too, have called their striker because she is. I mean, she's she's still only 5-7 with swing dodge, uh, yeah. middly with foot kick, but, I mean, she, she can do legendary to get bonus bonus move, but that's a legendary. That, yeah, that's a thing. But, yeah, so 5-7, which goes to 7-9. Yeah, actually, I hadn't noticed that. Yeah, she's not actually a particularly good kickoff off I don't know. I'd have to think about it a lot more. I, I just think... I think some people are saying they look bonkers and broken or whatever, but I just... I think they got their weaknesses. I think the weaknesses are there. Um, like, they're two biggest damage dealers. Like, it's not like alchemists, for example, where they're two, their damage dealers have got all of the health in the world. These guys haven't, like... Iron's got 14, 2-2 two, two, two with uh, tough hide, sure. But even, you know, 2-2, two, two, knocking down, you've got an extra dice. It's it's not going to take huge amounts to remove him. And Sledge is 4-1 with 12 health. Yeah, so, I mean, they, they have some they have some really weak points. And even though they've got mascots, um, their masters can't do as much work as a captain. Yeah, I mean, um... their attacks aren't phenomenal either. I mean, you look like their double pushes are quite high up on their playbook. Anvils is on his four, Sledges is on his Do they have any sturdy at all? Or steady? No, no, no sturdy, no stoic, none of that. And Cinder's actually got the best counter-attack with a double dodge on two hits. So they can, they can get pushed around and knocked over. Very good yeah. armour. Um, and Iron's got a double push on one, so they, yeah, you can knock them down. 
you know, they've standoffed them. They've not, they've got their weaknesses. I think you're very, you're quite right when you say you, you go for their apprentices. That's the weak link. But even even Iron, I mean, Iron's harder to take out than, say, Cinder is, but 2-2, two, two, 14 wounds to fight. Knock him down, and suddenly he's going to he's gonna die fairly fast. I mean, what, what is, how, how old do you think they are? I think Iron and Sledge skew it a lot. Because outside of Iron and Sledge, like, I don't think their their damage is particularly bonkers. Like, Ferrite's got a non-momentous three, but, okay, she's got a short playbook. Um, but the the other guys, like, like I say, Anvil and um, Burnus, their damage is either non-momentous or fairly high up. So I think if you can manage or deal with Sledge and uh, Iron, I think you greatly reduce their damage output. Um, but what they have got is they've got three guy, three players and can quite easily score a goal. So in some ways, I, I, it's, it's a it's a comparison I, hes, I I I hesitate to make because I know some people were say were concerned that they might might be a mirror guild, but they do in some ways remind me of the Masons in that they look like they can go for football or if they so need to change up to violence. To some degree, all the Mason's playbooks are a lot more versatile than theirs are, generally. Yeah, yeah, it's there. I just think the similarity is is there in that they can play the football, they can all score a goal. They're going to play in a very different way, but I just mean that ability that if you try to play a game for two or three goals and it doesn't work out, I, and you get the setup and you, you play it, you play the game... They can do the they can do the violence quite comfortably as well. I just I think they've got a not I think they've they've got a nice balance to their play style. I think they're slow, so if you play fast, so like a team like the Fish, for example, they're going to struggle with. I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They've not like okay, Anvil's probably the best place almost to have the ball, but I don't know like or all the fishermen that were complaining about um oh, what's it called his new character play Stagger. Stagger, yeah. Well, then you're reducing his armour to his defence, so you're gaining an extra dice. If you knock him down, you're gaining two. Shark's getting the ball and dodging off and doing what he wants, and Anvil's never going to catch him. This episode's going to be exciting, because what we're going to do is, maybe in sort of three months' time, listen back to it and go, oh my goodness, they had no idea what they're talking about. I frequently do that three days later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's very rare I don't listen to my podcast and think, what are we actually... (laughs) <laughs> going on a tangent um, if you know what they are um, I've heard of them you've heard of them um, what do you think of Lucky? Uh, he's awesome I really like him and I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of that happening uh, I think it's I think it's a great addition to the kickoff box set I love the eye the, what the, what they've tried to do with it making a dual guild model I think he's I haven't got his card in front of me I can't remember uh Everything about it, but I think so. That, uh, he has a notably a momentous two and a momentous tackle on two hits. Yeah, um, I think attack five. Um, his stats are almost exactly average. So five eight move, yeah. attack five, kick three six, defense four, armor one. Inf two three. He can make he can make a four inch for free, but that after doing so, the opponent can. Although on the clock, that could be interesting in itself. Um, yeah. He can once per turn. When he activates, choose a friendly model who could be himself and mm. within four inches and remove a condition from them because it makes yep. them super good. And once per turn, when he activates, if the opposing team has initiative, uh, so presumably that means they went first, he, gain, he gains one influence 
so if the stars align with honor, he could be a five uh, inf model. Yeah. Uh, but it means basically, if you have the if they have the drop on you, he just sort of self fuel a little bit. It's, I think it's, oh. for me, he's a Mason's player. He's kind of the sixth player. You know what I mean? I wouldn't yeah. give him my, my main lineup, but I think he's handy. And for example, he's, he's fully dodge. Obviously, it's got issues because you're giving your opponent also a falling dodge. But if that falling dodge is to score a goal, mm. it could be worth it. I mean, it's it's free to use. It's never going to come up. Sorry, it's not going to come up all the time, but it could be helpful. It's, it's yeah. You're not going to use it all the time, but there's. <laughs> It's times where, you know, you may four-inch dodge back into Commanding Aura or um, uh, something like that, and then your opponent doesn't want to come and dodge towards you because it's like, hey, I'm in Commanding Aura now, let's go. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, as a Brewers player, I mean, how's it for you? I think... Mendes 2 for you is quite low, isn't it? I think he works better in the Brewers team. Commanding Aura, yeah. attack 6, Mendes 3 on two hits. Yeah, uh, and then tool him up, Mendes 4 on two, hit, tool, uh, on two hits, and... He'll be like tax seven, and yeah, I think uh, defense four is handy. Another three six. He's actually, yeah, I think I, I'm quite looking forward to getting him and actually trying him in Bros again. I think he's a sixth player. Uh, I, I like him. I just think he's cool. I like his character traits. Like you say, like in Masons, it's particularly handy having that ability to cure because it's only one condition though. It's more important to know that it's not all conditions. That's a good point. So, it's not spending salts. Yeah, so it's not. So you've got two or three, two, one or more, uh, more than one condition, shall we say? You can only clear one of them, but that might be all you need. Like if someone's put, and uh, it's free. <laughs> I don't know if alchemists have dumped burning and poison on Tapper, and you just you just clear the poison. Uh, what am I talking about? You just clear the burning, and off he goes, and he'll sort the poison out himself. Also, so, crucially, means you are clearing conditions without healing yourself. Yeah, and not spending momentum as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think. Um... He's an interesting player. He's, he's not, not going to be in everyone's team, but also I think he won't be left on the shelf either. Which, to be honest, I think is good a good balance. Yeah, I think uh, I think he's fun. So uh, I was going to ask you actually because I grabbed the mic there for a bit about what you think about the uh, blacksmiths and how they'll play and what their route to victory will be. At first, I thought they were a team of pure violence um, yeah. and sort of pure paired up uh, paired up masters and apprentices. Excellent. So uh, what I was about them was the... but now other than they are really I think um, I think they're going to be able, be able to score some goals certainly yeah. I think yeah. I do think that if, if they caught if they caught out of position they may not have the movement to, to keep up that's um, actually a good point that is a very good point because their movement stats aren't great and if if, um, they're, if they're in a scrum it could although they'll probably win the scrum it means they might get locked down and you know they, they can't really avoid pointing blows that easily and stuff um, so I, I think... guess the the compensation for the lack of speed though is the range of the kicks. Uh, yeah, that's very true. Um, and um, also, like Simon can just charge himself up if he needs to. So I, I, I'm being trapped here because Mr. Loxham is filling my my Facebook feed with pictures of painted blacksmiths <laughs> to try and prove people wrong with this. They're that bad. Turns out, that's I, a bit, yeah, that's been reading our 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 page. I think. Oh, they look they look really good painted up. This is, this is a good radio actually. It's a great radio. It's a picture of painted up, paint, painted up anvil. He looks really good. Like, really regions. good. Thank you, Mr. Loxham. They look really good. They're and if fun. you want to send us some, then we'll look at them even closer. Yeah. Especially the painted one. The shading on his shield looks amazing. This, this little shade of the anvil symbol. This is a cracking radio. The, the, log in to hear me talk about models that have been painted. No wonder we're so poor, so far down the um, like, top Gilball podcast. Look, you've got, look, get focused, because now I'm looking at them. This is awful radio. 
<laughs> just tune in for an hour of us looking at Facebook and yeah. talking about how nice things look. Right. You can put this on and pretend we're in the room with you, looking at the models with you, and it's what it's like when your friends get a new toy. <laughs> that you can't touch. Oh, no. I've got one of those. Suffice to say, they look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think... Um, I think they can switch gears, certainly. They can yeah. switch gears quite easily. Um, then again, I, I always find that models are slow. If models that are slow are taken out, are taken out of action, it can be a real ordeal getting them back in the game. Yeah, like, I think that's like... like, like we say, like... say that masses are hard to take out, like anvils are hard to take out and so on, and they are, but if if they are taken out, it's miserable. Because I remember whenever I play against Corsair, if if Corsair's take his his walk back to the game can be a long and long and dull one, and he and has the ability to hit people from range. He deserves every single step. He deserves of every single bit of it. You're right, yeah. but I mean, I mean, but he can be in the game faster because he has a six inch drag. Right? Yeah, that's true. Um, and they haven't got that because obviously very fortunate. So I think if they if they have a bad attack, or if they're mispositioned and they get someone take, a key model taken out, it can be really bad for them. I feel yeah, very true because like their jog stats are all pretty low except for Cinder, so they're not coming back onto the pitch particularly far. And I think like that's when you look at like Windle and the beast that he is. His jog is like three inches, so it's like he basically you're better off, I think, putting his model on the edge of the pitch and then knocking it over. It'll probably go further. Also, I think um, more importantly than any of that, it will of course make the chances of seeing um, Captain Fun Barrels higher. Yeah, oh, Captain Fun Barrels, veteran Captain Fun Barrels, veteran <gasps> Captain Captain Fun Barrels. That's Stave, if you want to wear. I'm talking about uh, who will obviously a... become the, the, the most powerful ball in Guildhall after this. Obviously, it will be. He's, he's definitely he's going to be one of those players who um, Ed actually had him in his ten. I don't think he used him though, but. He'll be one of those models who doesn't get into 10s now particularly often, but actually, because there is no 10-man roster, he can sit in that slot. And if you get, like, the farmers or um, the blacksmiths or maybe even ox butchers or masons or brewers, there's suddenly a lot more guilds that he actually becomes a viable option into. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. Like, you have 10 models for in your team for a reason. Yeah. So if one model only makes it against certain guilds, that's fine. Because you have ten yeah. people. If if, yeah. if if everyone was a perfect choice in a in a in a team, you'd have six in your guilds rather than ten. Um, yeah. And I think certainly against them, you could you know they've got, got low defense, which means they're vulnerable to character plays and they're, they're vulnerable to all these range effects. And they're quite slow. I think um, I think Theron will be quite strong against them as well, just because if you activate early with Theron, as you should always. Oh yeah, probably yeah. But if you pin one of their models, obviously, if say Anvil Sledge is in front of Anvil, and you pin him before Anvil's gone, Anvil's not going to get round Sledge in his movement, which is going to really lock him. Well, I suppose he's going to be going first. But maybe it's not the best example. But forcing the direction they have to go in, any sort of control is going to ruin them. If you pin pin one yeah. and you snare the rest and you put a forest yeah. in front of someone, maybe it's going to really ruin their day. Yeah, I think so. They're not going to like control. Because they're they're going to want to do their thing in their way. But that's the same with masons. Like masons hate control effects for the same sort of reasons, really. All the masons are slightly faster. Mm. Uh, they're they're generally a bit less reach. Um, generally, so got viable dodges or more viable dodges, so they can slightly change the angle. Yeah, they and they're, but the only dodge they have on tap um, in blacksmiths is the one on ferrite, isn't it? Exactly. 
Yeah, and if you shut her down, pin her so she can't go for a goal run, that could be definitely a thing. Yeah, I think pin's going to be really strong against them, actually, because they're low defence. You're going to be have a much higher chance, obviously, of actually hitting those character plays. I mean, you've played you've played Brewers a lot, and the complaint I've yeah. about Brewers is they are violent uh, as they can be, but they're quite sort of straight line and slow. Is that the same sort of problem you think you have, these might have as well? Uh, yes. Yeah, except for again, as I sort of referenced earlier, they've got much better kick stat and kick ranges. Yeah, true. <laughs> so the ball can help them get around these sort of things. And yeah, it is definitely a problem with the Brewers that it is for me. It is that if you get in your straight lines, it can be like a train, which is very much what the likes of um, uh, yeah straight lines can be an issue. Although because the only dodge they've got outside of pint pot is um, Friday shadow like. So, yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm looking forward to playing them. I think I'm looking forward to playing against them more than I am Thresher. Thresher's going to be an issue. I think um, Thresher is very good. He's <laughs> very good. Um, isn't he four zero? Isn't he Thresher four zero? Four zero. He's got twenty although, boxes of. Although with Mallet's reach. <laughs> yeah. And, and five in- tap. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be a thing, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. The bit that I keep discussing with Dan that I can't get my head around, he's got a 3-8 kick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. He's got an 11-inch threat, which is more than, like, um, Philip, anyone like that. Uh, although, obviously, she can increase it with uh, quick foot or quick time. I can never remember which one. The point is, he's just got an 11-inch threat. He's got momentous 2-on-2. Two two. You tall him up, he's got momentous 3-on-2. Tack 7, 3-inch reach. It's like... I'm just going to stand here and just hit you, and you can't do anything about it. He does seem designed around having sort of six VP motivation, right? Yeah, or just uh, just deleting models. Like I, I can imagine taking him out <laughs> could have quite a lot of impact on how his team plays because he looks like he wants the influence. And... He's hungry, isn't he? He'll, he'll gobble up half the markets to get his get his, his mass damage effects off, and yeah. He's a reaper, so he, he obviously doesn't give as much to the team uh, in terms of influence as, say, Grange does. Yeah. He's uh, a sort of super, super, super sort of captain, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, he really is. But it's just bizarre how the older captain's got a better defence and a better kick and more movement <laughs> than the young whippersnapper. I mean, I, I haven't played against farmers yet or, or used them at all, but I look at them and go, oh, that'll be fun. But like, a captain with defence 3 on 0. I mean, defence 3 on 0. I think yeah. how much health you've got. That's low. Like, he 20... can yeah, he can, but that requires him to do it to himself, first of all, and I don't know. Do you know where Grange likes to sleep at night? I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> you have to respond, otherwise we have this awkward silence. It's okay, the the the, uh, the editing software removes remove those things, so it'll be fine. He likes, to, he likes to sleep in Casket's box. Ah, oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. It's, it was a bit mean, it was a bit mean, but I put him in the box at the start of turn two in a game. It so you, you, you put it as a support captain. <laughs> yeah. gives, is, he, is he five influence, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> In the box. That's yeah. rough. And he didn't get to come out till turn four. Did you win that game? I did win that game. <laughs> In, fairness to my opponent, In fairness to my opponent, it was the first game he'd ever played with them. And the last. He binned them straight away afterwards <laughs> and quit Guildball and played 40k. So he did say he was going to take him in a league coming up. He said, but if anyone's playing morticians, I'm not. <laughs> Jason, Hobby Killer Mountain. I know. I'm, I am the sponge of fun. I did it with Scalpel, though, so I did it with Scalpel. <laughs> yeah, more victory to you, totally. I know, right? 
And it, like you say, though, the thing is, like, 26 health, even with tough hide, okay, you know, not every guild's got a Cossack, but if a Cossack goes in and there's a couple of models crowding out, that 26 health really doesn't count for a lot. <laughs> it's worth thinking that that team needs Tater to work well because you need to counter charge to keep people on a bit honest, I think. Yeah, that's the thing that he, he's, I can't imagine anyone taking a farmer's team when he when Taters is out without Taters. <clears throat> I mean, counter charge is strong brick, and Tate is really good as well. Uh, I think it's, it's super useful. A, t- a team that's fragile, who requires sort of the ability to sort of set themselves up, he really has a lot to team. Well, the, and the fact he can do his character play on a parting blow. Yeah, yeah, because it's massive. Knock down a load of models as you walk away, and he doesn't get crowd out penalties. Even your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Is it all models in in the aura? Yeah, it's all of them. Is it? Ah, uh, so it's like a scything blow. I've yeah. not read it that much. Uh, it's still okay, worth it, though. It could be worth it, at least. You know, it could be worth it. Like, Potentially. Yeah. Particularly if you've got a millstone lurking nearby who just goes, no, it's okay, and, I'll take it. why wouldn't you? Because she's amazing. Yeah, I've, I've got this covered. Although, I like Fat Palmer's tactics, making two models that aren't, aren't in the main box set. Yeah, I think, I think that's <laughs> what we were discussing earlier, though, wasn't it? We were saying about how the blacksmiths, maybe the advantage is that because we don't know any of their other models, we look at these six and think, oh, yeah, they look really good. Yes. They look good. But actually... For all we know, anecdotally, they may be the weakest six. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We, we have no idea, do we? So no. Um, all we can, all the only other thing we've seen is a um, is a, a bit of artwork for Alloy, who I think looks awesome. <laughs> so what's what the spiel behind Alloy? Oh, you know things. Cool. Things, things, and I drunk beer. No, so did they mention anything about Alloy at all? Yeah, they they, they did, but I was drinking beer, and I don't remember. <laughs> Journalist, expert. Uh, I, I, from what I remember, uh, Sherwin said he's like a hatchet man or a husk guard, one of those two, and he's like a mercenary or, or a hitman for hire, something like that. So, so yeah. is, he, is he fighting? Is he a master or a apprentice? Didn't say. I don't think. <laughs> and if someone was there who listens to this and can remember. Please let me know. <laughs> this is the most professional episode of Singled Out. And us <laughs> talking about a paint job we saw on the internet. <laughs> yeah. And, and and a reveal at a press conference that you're too drunk to remember. Yeah, and tired. And also talking about farmers when we're supposed to be discussing blacksmiths. So overall, all in all, we're pretty top-notch. <laughs> top-notch. Yeah. <laughs> Give us our money. Give us your money. Support us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> access to more cutting-edge journalism like this. So, if you like this podcast, I want to support us more <laughs> and send Jason to more more tournaments and conventions where he won't remember what was said. No, why not back us on Patreon? Uh, ah, see, you can go and look at the Q and A on 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 the on the YouTube, and it will tell don't you. Don't reflect from yourself, thank you. This is your fault. You can see my hand going up repeatedly in the background as I ask more pointless questions that Richard Rich gets more and more frustrated right. with. Last time I mentioned Patreon, you told me off saying it wrong, so you talk about it. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, um, we really appreciate uh, you guys supporting us, the patrons that we've had. It helps us, like the weekend just gone, to go to the British Championships, to actually record stuff with people out and about, other people are taking part in it. Um, it also helps with Andrew and the running costs, because as much as he loves listening to me ramble on for a little while, he does also have to pay for it. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. 
there's three different levels. Uh, a dollar just gets you, uh, helps us out a bit and gets our thanks. Uh, Five dollars gets you access to the bonus content on, um, uh, which is called bonus time. And then there's a ten dollar buy-in, which will get a set of our awesome condition dice. Uh, if you want to help support us, we appreciate it. It's great. Thanks a lot. There are also two other levels of pledging, but um, normally does those apart, apart from Marshall, who's been st- staunchly doing our our um, one of our high pledges for a long time as an absolute champion. Um, so yeah, um, do that. Um, we're going to have eight episodes of out. Uh, basically, we release a bonus episode every two weeks, and so basically every month you get two episodes of bonus skillable content of us going to tournaments, talking about more stuff, and generally filling your ears with more Guild Ball than you really probably want. Um, so yeah, it'd be great. Um, anyway, I think that's probably a podcast, Jason, I think. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. It's been a while since we've, well, we had a little pre-chat, but it's been a while since we've recorded a podcast. I hope everyone's enjoyed it. It's been good to get back and have a chat. Um, anyone who is about in the Norwich area, there's a Farmers Guild launch party three-round game mini-event at Athena Games uh, this weekend. There's also a tournament in Yarmouth locally on the bank holiday Saturday, which I will be at. Uh, Yeah, come along. Come say hello. Let's meet more of the community. I love it. Thank you. Uh, So follow me at singled underscore out GB. And follow me at jmountain82, or if you just search for Skull, I'm there as well. Thank you. Bye. All right, see you guys later. Thanks a lot.